tuned in to the Bobcast. 50 episodes flew by so fast. So many good times, good laughs. Sal Vickersburg pranking the staff. Mitch Vickersburg's email address. Phone calls with friends and guests. Angels, demons, all from Bob's imagination. Take a second, let that sink in. Think about what it takes to make it happen. Even got me rapping, pockets out. Got the crowds dancing, so live. Spontaneous and true detective Bob. Can't we trust to get a load of us on the internet? First guest, Drew Reed, now it's limitless. So listen in, then share the link of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter clicks. All counts, so spread the word. From Bob Nation out to Bob World. No sign of slowing down. And hit the bridge for Fape Shop, heading the clouds. So scream aloud from the rooftops, thebobcast.podbean.com. Good evening, welcome to another episode of True, 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 Podcast. Here we are in Lounge B tonight because the other room's just way too hot. You could probably hear the crickets outside. I, I apologize, but it, it was a humid one today. A hot day here in the city of Philadelphia. Chick, uh, a day off for you. How did you fare? I fared pretty well today. Got into the old-fashioned moves, and I got into the old-fashioned grooves. We just uh, had one of the, the, I guess, the greatest weekends ever. We uh, did a show at the Uncanny Comic Book Store in uh, Montgomery Mall, and uh, we dressed as the Jokers, the straight Jamokers, if you will. And, um, Chick, what's uh, your recollection of uh, that day up there in Montgomeryville? My instincts tell me to react in character. But I think if I react how uh, it actually went down, it would be a lot more beneficial to our listeners. So I'd like to first and foremost thank every single solitary individual that showed up and cheered us on or had anything to do with that show because it means the world to me as a human being. And like from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I continue to hope you support Pocket Down in the future. I'll forever be grateful. Yeah, it was a great time. Uh, we loaded in, Isaac and I. Uh, we'd set up the whole gig. I was dressed in regular clothes. I was working the floor, and then I look out the front door, and then there he is, Jared Leto from Suicide Squad, walking in as the Joker passing out cards, completely in character you were. You were. Yeah, uh, I later learned that a mall security guard had received complaints of someone dressed as a Joker dropping a bag and walking away from an unattended bag in the middle of the mall. And... Uh, <laughs> They Confessions here on the true Bobcast. Uh, what do you mean you put the bag? Wait, so wait, like in my mind, I, I see you like putting down the bag to take a, f- a photograph of yourself, a selfie as the Joker in the mall. But why did you really put down the bag? No, you missed the point. I really put the bag down because like I know not to leave an unattended bag somewhere, man. It was a completely in character. I did it and I did it on purpose in hopes that someone would you know, see that or say something. Was there like a uh, pocket dial merch in the bag or something? <laughs> yeah, oh my god, dude. Uh, you know, I never thought in a million years that we'd have mall security on us. So they, we had to shut the front doors, keep everybody in. At one point during the set, they pushed the bat pod in, and I'm playing next to the Batmobile. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's going on, man? You cause. Yeah. You know, create a. You have to, I guess, be in character 24 7 to make it work, right? Well, I wish I could be in that character more, but. 
first few hours I did get to spend it as it, as it were miraculous. I was able to pick up a $400 pair of shoes the morning before in full costume, yo. I walked right in the door oh. and this exclusive Air Jordan, Air Jordan 1 Pinnacle white uh, caviar leather, 24 karat gold, faux lizard skin. Man, you should have um, filmed that and put that on the true Bobcast. True! Speaking of some true Bobcast, let's yeah, let's chat about season two, episode seven. What did you think of the episode? Was it black maps, black maps in apartment laps, or what was it? Um, I didn't look it up, but I do. Black ma- black, black cats. And oh, backlash. Oh no, no, it's just I'm reading about the backlash online because uh, True Detective this year they're comparing emotional reactions. From last year to this year, and people are... It's just all over the place. Variety Magazine, online, Variety.com's got all this stuff, man. Like, post-engagements, decline. Pizzolano must be hurting, but he has to wow us next week in episode 8. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically, he has to surprise us, take us to a whole new place that we never knew was there, which requires us to go back and watch it for a second time for all the clues that popped up in our face. But... Even this evening, I try to go online and find a manual so I could... Uh, there's a lot of stuff I see on Facebook. People like uh, this guy Joe I used to work with back at Nordstrom. He doesn't know what's going on with the subplots, an ongoing theme here. And something to touch upon last week here on the... True, 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 Bobcast. Ooh. You said that you want to get rid of Woodrow. And, uh, you know, spoiler alert. Lo and behold. He's dead. Shoshani's quote-unquote son is the uh, trigger man. Additionally, I think Shoshani's son is the other child from the Blue Diamond uh, murder scene, investigation crime scene, where, oh, Detective Bezzoli, no, come through, or whatever you got. Yeah, I hear what you saying. What do you think about that? I, I, I see, you know, the, the plot, it's all over the place, but I was entertained. I was elated to see that next week is 90 minutes, because last I believe last year's season finale was only an hour. He wrapped that story up in one episode. But um, I did like Frank's uh, plot in here, man. Frank, again, like, you know, he's the, actually rated here online the least favorite character of True Detective Season 2. But I like what Frank does, man. I like how Frank just gets in there and he just starts, you know, he puts the plan into motion. He's like, I'm going to take out Blake, which was an amazing scene where he blew his, uh, well, made, he tortured him for a while, made him spill the beans, and then he shot him in the gut and watched him die. And then when Frank goes around and he's burning down his bars and his clubs, I loved it. I thought Vince is great. I, th- I think that uh, it was a good role for him. I think he speaks a little bit too much like this, though, you know? Why don't you sober up? Maybe you'll realize you're getting fucked. Yeah, he really puts it down to Cezanne. Uh, I, I love that how he just, you know, he's always one step ahead. When the Russian came and he just told the Russian, you know, basically what the Russian needed to hear. About, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll bend down. I'll be the bar manager. Even, you know, getting sunned and stuff like that. But um, I guess the main plot that, you know, is coming together here is that, you know, I love the opening scene, too, by the way, when we're in the hotel room and it's still the night of. And Bez Reedy's is coming down. She tries to come on to Valcuro, pushes her off, and she's all whacked out. Yeah, I got to say, though, think back to last year when we were through Bobcast day of the season finale and once the night after it and probably once the day after it here we are at the penultimate episodes airing and we're 
casually chatting about the trailer. Detective season two finale next weekend. Now, you know, your song might understand, I think it's La Fin de Mont, The End of the World for the True Detective Characters Universe, Wood Rock in general. Maybe, maybe not, nobody knows. But last year we were all over this, like crazy, like flies on shit. I know, there's no there's no really big story to invest in. I was thinking today, if the roles of Marty Hart and Rustin Cole went to, say, Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson, both who have tried uh, dramatic acting at one point, he did The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, and uh, Owen Wilson's got this movie where he's uh, saving his kids from some sort of Chinese army or something. I don't know, I mean... Going back, what do you think? Do you think that story would hold up, or you think it's the actors' performances last year that really drove the story? Because there was some plot holes in the season one that didn't like have any closure, but we were entertained by them. Bob, 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 you suffer from the detective's curse yourself. You've been looking for all the answers, and it's been right under your nose the whole time. This microphone? So, uh, you know, what's going on in your mind in the the episode? Are you, Were you drunk again this week watching True Detective? I certainly was. Were you drinking scotch or were you drinking beer? I was drinking scotch. Let me ask you another question. Who do you think is going to make it next week? Rachel McAdams, Vince Vaughn, or Colin Farrell? You think they're all going to make it? You think well, someone's going to die? Let me pause That's what the Bobcast listeners want to hear. Let me pause for a station identification and let you know that no matter what happens next week, you'll still be able to check out Pocket Dial live at the old mansion house, Conchahawk in Pennsylvania. That's true. Yeah, we're uh, playing this Friday night. It's free admission, 21 and older. There's going to be dra- draft beer specials. There's going to be live music. Judah Kim's going to open the show. Come down around 9 p.m. Music should start around 9.30. Followed by Pocket Dial and then one big set by Montage. Down there in the ye old mansion house in Conchahawken. Yeah, come out, ladies and gentlemen. We got new merchandise for sale, fresh for the end of the summer. That's right. We're going to be selling these bubble wrap tank top convertibles for you to ride around in all summer long. For the remainder of the weeks, as the leaves turn dark and the air gets crisp. Back here on the True Bobcast. Yeah, you know, it's a shame. I'm not excited, but, you know, it was a hit or miss with this true Bobcast, but it has been a fun seven weeks with the final episode coming up. There's a lot of loose ends, obviously. I think Bezridis said it best for me uh, at the end when her and Velcoro were in the, the cabin together. She she knows that it just doesn't make any sense for this crow man to be involved with these people to draw attention to the whole Casper, you know, conspiracy. So there could be something so that... you're saying it's probably Chasari's kid. I've been saying the whole time here on the True Bobcast that I believe that it's something more. And I've also said it alludes to the Yellow King, something of evilness, like pure evil in the world. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't seen that all the way on the True Bobcast. Yes, we've seen Frank do some pretty ruthless things. Velcoro completely <laughs> just go mad. But I believe that um, something's there at the end. It's the only way to piss Lana can save himself because the reviews, I'm looking at them right now, man. They're not good, you know? People are upset. Well, uh, I do want to echo your earlier statements about your uh, adoration for Vince Vaughn 
Frank Semion character. I think uh, he is the best part of this show, hands down. I think he's totally crushing it. Like, and people are not even down, but low-key, best character for Vince Vaughn uh, in a long time. This is like his uh, Johnny Depp and Blow, if you will. Yeah, I was watching um, <laughs> The Breakup on HBO, which is a totally different movie, a comedy with Jennifer Aniston, and he's just so... Uh, he's so different than Frank. Frank is a pure Yeah, I've seen that out in L.A. one night. Did you? You see that in a movie theater? Yeah, I think I had a free pass for that one. You had a free pass to go. That's cute. A promotional stint. You know how they did it out there. Everybody had excess. That's true. So, I mean, what's your prediction? What do you think is going to happen next week on the finale? Uh, the finale, I think Shani's kid is the trigger man. He's the second child in the... Um, in the uh, Blue Diamond, you know, Riot's case, and I think the new Dr. Dre album, Compton, could be awesome when it comes out, whenever it comes out, but uh, I'm looking forward to this, you know, what they might call a California new wall. I'm really sure. Yo, you know what's wild? Is that, you know, the whole time I've been going, Detective Bezridis! Bezridis! Yeah. That's the guy that shot Paul. That was a good chase sequence in those tunnels, and the former chief of police, he's like, He's like, I believe you have these documents. And then he fell for the, oh, I got no service, look at my phone, and then all of a sudden, you know, pops the gun out, come on. Yeah, I think it's time you stand up and take a bath, you know? Your relevance, your metaphysical aspect of engaging in the show this year has reached pinnacle heights, Bob. No one is doing what you're doing. Your little brother's looking at the apartment while Bercoro is getting shot. We've been here, we've done that. Our lives this time, this year, are so much more uh, important to us. You know, we have such a better uh, view from the top of the mountain that uh, last year when the darkness of true detective emerged into our collective lives, it blew our collective consciousness, our minds, and we were engaged in it insanely. But this year, we're so engaged in other avenues of our joint venture here on the true Bobcast or the pocket dial enterprise that um, is taken away from the Karen Fukunawa less directed season of true detective that. It's still providing us with great content. Thank you. And uh, metaphysically speaking, I believe what you're trying to say is that our lives right now are better than the the life of True Detective. Whereas last year, we wanted to live in that fictional world. Now we don't want anything to do with it. Here on the True, 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 true. Bobcast. Bobcast. You know what I'm saying? And we zone out, we zone in. Yeah. Did you notice in that demo I sent you last night? I had the uh, on the flat circle line. Oh, yeah. I did, I did check that out. I got it. New Pancadal music coming soon. We got a new song that we perform. We'll probably do it this uh, Friday night. Nice big set down there at the old mansion house with big old Bobby Haynes. Old we love him. House. Bob Haynes gave me yeah, my first start, we... man, back in the day with Downtown Harvest. He's like, I'll let you do what you want, Bobby. You run the show. And we yeah, used to can do we, these um, things. Can we, start, can, we start, can we start the show with, uh, this is my least favorite life? Can we all do that for the crowd? Yeah, we could do that. We could do that for the true Bobcast with the oh. the finale coming Sunday. You know, um, I'd like to do something right now here on the true Bobcast. I mean, prediction-wise, you know, it's up to you. I believe that there is something evil to be uncovered at the end of next Friday's episode. I do believe that Frank will die uh, and Velcro oh. will not be able to help him. Or, you know what may, may happen? I would. Can you imagine if Frank's wife got killed, like, right when he got away? Yeah, big time. Big time. Man, that would be crazy. So we're saying that could happen, you know what I mean? I feel, I feel that could happen. What do you think 
about Josiah's kid being a trigger man? You mean the crow man? Trigger man, crow man, you know, let's not call him a crow madman, man. Someone get offended. I have nothing to say when you say stuff like that because it is uncensored here on the Bobcast and you can say whatever you want. It doesn't necessarily mean that I agree with it 100%. But I don't believe in censorship of any kind. I am an old school, Ameri- old school American when it comes to that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But do you got anything else you want to say to the Bobcast listeners before we leave for today? Chick? Aside from my genuine heartfelt thanks that I was expressing earlier, I want to say... Dive into next weekend's episode, True Detectives, and lay it all on the line. As Bob was mentioning earlier, it sounded like someone came from another planet. I urge you to do it yourself. I feel like they're from Venus, Pluto, or Mars, or Jupiter, and enjoy the ride, and you know we'll be here. As a readings, though, we'll work off return. All this and more on next week's episode of True, True.